and welcome to Bad Wed and Behead, a podcast where two best friends drink and discuss which characters they want to send to the bedroom, to the altar, or to the gallows. My name is Meg. And I'm Carla. Each week, we select three characters from a movie, show, or book, and argue whether they deserve a ring, a fling, or murder, <laughs> while discussing what we like or don't about each. Take the bus to the tryouts. Bring your sis to the game. Yeah, she's a brat, but you're bossy too. Your coach is a drunk who hates all that boo-hoo, and it's fun for the whole family, even with Madonna in the cast. Time to bed, wed, behead our trio, and to play our game. Play ball! <laughs> Yay! So last week we talked about the TV show A League of Their Own, and this week we're talking about the movie A League of Their Own, because we finally got around to watching a two-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> we finally found time in the last week, in the last two weeks, to watch a two-hour that movie both, from, the, have, from the 1700s. That I personally <laughs> have seen about 17,000 times. <laughs> And you know what? Like I thought that I had seen it a million times too, but it turns out that well, the, that those seventeen times were in the nineteen hundred. Like literally so. nineteen ninety two. You watched it seventeen times in that one sense. Pretty much. Well, nope. So, nope. After that, I was like, I'm it's done so with this. Funny with this movie because every time I watch it, I think maybe now that I am a different age or in a different stage of my life, I'll have a different perspective and maybe have a little bit more understanding for certain characters. And the answer to that question is no. <laughs> I find them at least we know you're consistent. More irritating <laughs> as I get older. You know what happened? No, it's not just a matter of age and finding things more irritating. It's a matter of having been through epidemic that is still going on that people are now saying it's not going on any longer, and having no patience for I BS. Mean, honestly, I not really in this case because this is a scenario that it's this movie has been out for thirty years and I've watched it since it came out. And I always feel like maybe this time I'll identify with a certain character more. And I, I just <laughs> never, ever, ever do. Um, but speaking of identification, I'm Meg. And I'm Carla. And we're the boobs. We're two best friends. We're the boobs. No, Meg. You know what? Not yeah, anymore. anymore. <laughs> we're okay. Now we're just two regular we're two friends. two acquaintances who haven't seen each other in far too long. <laughs> like, seriously, the last time I saw you was... Uh, My- 2019. 35th birthday was the last time. Yes, that's right. So 17 years ago again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I mean, I know the pandemic has aged me. Thanks, like T. Hanks, because Tom Hanks is in this movie. Hey. So I tried, and I tried very hard to not let my absolute adoration for Tom Hanks cloud my judgment, and I don't think it worked because I just love him so much. <laughs> Um, because it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, so in case you're not sure, we're going to be talking about the 1992 movie, A League of Their Own, which is a classic. I feel like it's a staple. It's it's one of my favorite baseball movies um, because it's awesome. And we're going to be playing with Jimmy Dugan, who is played by Tom Hanks, Daddy Hinson, who is played by Gina Davis, and Kit, what the hell's Kit's last name? Not Kit Keller. Keller. There we go. And Kit, well, I just, 
always think of her as Kit. I don't know. They never say her last name, really. Yes, they do. They say it several times. <laughs> they say it a lot. I think we know where I'm going with this. I will be playing with Kit Keller, who is played by Lori Petty. If you haven't seen this movie, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. It's 30 years old. It's a fantastic movie. Carl has even seen it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess it's a sports movie, specifically a baseball movie. It's a baseball movie full of white people. Listen, I watched it. it, Yes, I watched it and I enjoyed it. So there's no excuse for the rest of you. It really is so good. And I think overall, it really holds up for a lot of stuff. I will say I got really upset and sad. Not sad. Sad's not the right word. Annoyed with all of the digs on Marla. Good old Marla. Yeah. But you know what? She won in the end. She married her she Nelson. Did. She absolutely won. She, and she was so happy. And her dad is like, the only man I truly respect in this whole movie. Right? <laughs> Same. No, okay, maybe also Bob, Bob, um, Dottie's husband. Because it's Bill Pullman. And he's Bill only Pullman. in the Shut movie up, for about 14 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and he roots for his wife, okay? And he looks super cute while doing it because he's and Bill And she's Pullman. not even cheating on him. <laughs> so if, if you missed our last episode on the league of their own series go check that out as well um also check out the series if you haven't already it is fantastic could not recommend it enough could not recommend our episode about it enough because it is fantastic as well it is. i barely edited it i think we recorded an hour and 23 minutes <laughs> and i edited it down to an hour and 21 minutes I didn't even cut out where my dog farted and I nearly died. (laughs) Oh my god, yes. Oh, don't remind me. I I have a very sensitive stomach today. I did edit out where I gagged. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God for small miracles. But Meg, speaking of miracles of the drinky kind, what are you having? This is not a miracle. So, is it is it a uh, white claw again? Because no, that's no, definitely not a miracle. No, there was a there was a sale, <laughs> and it was a buy one get one half off. And I thought, okay, I'll try this. I don't know why. Um, so I got barefoot, bright and breezy, sunset sipping rosé. Those are too many words for a wine. They're I don't even necessarily well because it's lower in alcohol and lower in calories. But I like the asterisks. What's the I like point? Just drink water. to barefoot rosé. And then I added club soda to it, so it's basically nothing. I'm drinking pink water. That's <laughs> what I'm drinking. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, why not just drink water at I that point? I don't even like, what like are you even rose. With your life? <laughs> I know! But I added club soda to it, so it cut down some of the sweetness. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? This Today I got to wear a sweater. <sighs> Oh, Which shut means up. Okay. I have to drink Whatever. the last. I, I don't have like to you drink anymore. The last of my summer wine before I can get into the fall <laughs> wine. All of your yeah. pumpkin brew yeah, ale. So, oh crap! God, I don't like pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin <laughs> stuff. But all these people talking about their new fall clothes and the new fall styles. I have to get ready for my fall booze, which means I have to drink all my white claw. And all my white wine, wow. and it's time to. I don't want to know what spring cleaning is like, <laughs> like at your house, but what time I'm drinking to get tonight. Into cider and reds, baby. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was hilarious. <laughs> Come winter, it's all about hot cocoa with schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh, yes, let's do that. But so what I'm drinking tonight is accidentally on theme. Um, I am having a tea and it is a peach tea. It's like that, um, like the same company that makes like the sleepy time tea, but it's their, their, what is it? Like peach something peach obsession i don't know what it's called it's peach and it's delicious and that's what i'm having i'm having a peach flavored tea so we're both in honor of the rockford peaches um mine is water with dirty leaves water with old grapes (laughs) (laughs) fewer old grapes i took a five grapes per per bottle mike you got to respect that that's pretty sad i mean 70 calories a glass It's a wine. Gotta love your dedication. It's a wine specialty beverage. (laughs) It's not even wine. It's like like um, like craft singles that are not cheese. They are cheese product. Cheese product. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) All right, we're gonna start this talking about good old Daddy Henson, played by Gina Davis, Carla. What are your thoughts about the, yes, the big sister, big sister Keller slash Henson or Henson, not Henson. She's not married. Wow. <laughs> How many of those have you had so far? Well, it is Thursday, which is my <laughs> date night at our, our, our local place. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. It is. It is. So, well, okay, Dottie. Now, I, I think... When I was younger, maybe I used to give her too much of a pass, you know, as fellow big sisters, the big sister club, mm-hmm. the we're just looking out for you. What the hell are you doing? Why can't you accept that this is how we show a love club? Um, but watching it now, I'm like, yeah, she's a bit much. She's she's overbearing. And the thing is, like, she's not like this to anybody but to Kit. Because everybody else she treats she treats like a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Everybody else she treats like a competent adult. Even even Jimmy, who does not deserve that benefit, <laughs> she treats like a competent adult. But there's nothing the kid can do that that doesn't get scrutiny or um, side eye from her that sister. Feels like such a big sister but, thing too. No, it, it it really is, and you know, like I, I'm saying this to, to get that out of the way because other than that, I really love her. I, I, you know, like even though that is really annoying. I, I, you know, she has her heart in the right place. She's just looking out for her little sister and she, she wants her sister, she wants the best for her. She doesn't want her to get hurt. She, she wants her to succeed. But at the same time, like she's also there, uh, she's very disingenuous a lot of the time with the, the idea that she's doing this just for Kit. Like, oh, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll just go with you. And yeah, at first I think she just goes to the tryouts. So that Kit can get to mm-hmm. go, because otherwise the John the John Lovitz character who was fantastic, he was hilarious. So he was he was so good in this movie. I don't always love John Lovitz, but I love a League of Our Own John Lovitz. Did they really? That's amazing. It was perfect. Like they couldn't have picked a better person Did you to tell play the that person. You're right? <laughs> and them coming from a farm just makes me think of how funny it is that in the show everyone talks about Carson coming from a farm. Like Carson's like, hey farm girl. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even been to a farm. <laughs> I love Abby Jacobson, but we're not here to talk about her or Carson Shaw, whom you should go watch on a League of Her Own TV show on Prime. Streaming now. Um you would think that we would get that we're getting paid to promote Sadly this damn not. show. 
but we're not. No, we're not getting the prime book. <laughs> um, but so th- there's like she's the thing that I like about her so much is that she's not one dimensional. Mm-hmm. She has like all of these layers where she's she loves her husband, but she loves to play ball. And she wants to be a peach, but she wants to be a wife in what that means in at that point in time. Um, she wants to go home, but she wants to support her team. And I, I think she also just kind of wanted wanted to be there for her sister as well on the on that last right. that, that championship game. And as we were watching it this afternoon. My husband, my husband had asked, you know, do you think that she dropped the ball so that could, kid could win? And I was like, I don't really think so. If she did, it wasn't like a conscious thing. That's actually a big debate. I don't. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is because, you know, like it, it would be a big sister thing to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think that she would screw over the entire team for her sister. Like I, I really don't see her doing that. Um, but yeah, I absolutely can see why it's a debate and I absolutely see where people are coming from on the, yes, she did drop the ball on purpose side because, you know, like it's also like a very movie ending or, you know, just, but it's all, (laughs) but if she did do that, it would also be like super condescending to Kit. Like she, she couldn't have earned that on her own. Well, and I think it also is so antithesis to who daddy is though. Like why would daddy talk about, uh how Kit can't lay off high fastballs and can't hit. Like, why would Daddy do all that she does to help her team win, only to throw it away at the end? And it kind of cheapens Kit's win. Quote-unquote win. Yeah, exactly. But I also think as far as, like, Daddy treating Kit like a kid, they're sisters. Like, you're always going to have a different dynamic with your sister than you're going to have with anybody else. My sister talks to people, like, my sister talks to people who are my age, differently than she talks to me just because she didn't know like we didn't they didn't grow up together so i feel like a lot of that like yeah. treating her like a kid or not treating her as an adult i think that's just the nature of of siblings right and you know to put some context to this um meg you have an older yes. sister and i have two younger sisters yes. and, and so- i feel like also the rest of the teammates that daddy treats like adults act like adults no, that's absolutely <laughs> true. Nothing but blame you know, Daddy for every yes. single thing in her life. But have we? Okay, are, are we moving no, on? No, I to haven't Kit? had a chance to talk about okay. Daddy. But I just I wanted to mention that because I think their sibling dynamic is really important when we talk about like how they they treat each other. Because yeah, and, and I love Daddy. I think Daddy was really frustrating in a lot of ways, though. It's really hard to watch and i think jimmy really kind of encapsulates this a lot it's really hard to watch someone who's so talented and so gifted at something that doesn't care yes because as soon as bob comes home she was ready to drop it like there was none of that and like they talk about it a little bit like oh I had to come back and stuff like that but she wasn't even going to tell anybody that she was leaving like she had her bag she right. had her bags packed they were heading to the championship and she was like deuces <laughs> I'm going to go have some babies <laughs> Yeah which okay she you know, didn't like, know until she was getting on the I bus haven't. That she- <laughs> Right but like 
I, I don't know this, the actual story of what actually happened. You know, like, I, I never bothered to read that far back. So I don't know if that's what actually happened, but it's just well, like... Well, she's not... They're not really... real people. They're, they're all fictitious. Oh, I thought that some of them they're were based very, on real very, people. Very, loosely. very loosely. Like, very okay. loosely. And there's always... There's a debate about who Daddy is based on between, like, three or four different players. And, like, Jimmy Dugan is an amalgamation oh, I thought it was a of a couple player. of different alcoholic washout players from the 30s, <laughs> which, let me tell you, there's a lot of them. There were plenty of those. <laughs> yes, yes. But, yeah, I, I just thought it was... It, it's almost like the, um, the frustration that people have with people who are particularly gifted mm-hmm. in some way or another where they don't capitalize on it the way that they wish that they would. And it's like, okay, like, I get your frustration, but that's not your gift. Right. That's not your your strength. If you, if, just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you love it. Right. But um, also, I think, and I, and I, I don't know, I always, one of my favorite lines of this movie is when Jimmy, when she's about to leave and she's like, it just got too hard. I'm like, first off, what got too hard? What got too right. hard? Being awesome at like, everything. I'm sorry, you're fantastic. <laughs> you you had a problem with your sister, and they traded her to another team, which I understand was not her intention. But what? Of course, right. they weren't going to trade Dottie. Like she's the best of player. Not. Of course, they weren't. going to She was, trade her. but I think I think that that was naivete. Oh, I, I don't yeah. think that that was like a purposeful. And oh, the, the I thing don't is think like so. With either. Kit, that that's so frustrating is that Kit takes everything as a personal yeah. attack. Yeah. To Kit, everything is like, you did this on purpose. She's probably the little sister who would go and break her own Barbie and be like, Daddy broke my Barbie by looking at her funny. Yeah. Like, Daddy made you know, me break like, the Barbie because Daddy has prettier Barbies than I do. That's Kit's, that's right. Kit's thing. And I think it's it's weird for me to identify so much more as a younger sibling, to identify so much more with an older sibling. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's always, it's always just like, this, this is so, for me. Yeah, but it's like so cartoonish the the way that they wrote yeah. that part of their dynamic, where it's like so extreme, and I don't know, you know, I I don't know if the direction to to Lori Petty was like be as bratty as you can be, because if that was the direction, like she nailed it, mm-hmm. but I think that it was like so over the top that it loses any kind of nuance that it could have had. Right, and I agree with that, but yeah, so my but my favorite line, like I was saying about of the of the movie and i think it really i think this is really what kind of stuck with daddy and what brought daddy back was like if it was easy everyone would do it the hard is what makes it great and as a lover of baseball that's been that's one of those things like i i absolutely love baseball i always have and that's one of those lines that really sticks to me because it, I think it is tough to watch someone, like, even watching my kid who, when she's very, very good at something, like, has a lot of talent and a lot of potential, just not do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It it sucks. And it's, it, I feel like Jimmy took it a little personally with that. Yeah. But also, I can't blame him so much for taking it personally when she was about to leave in the dead of night and not even tell him. And he's her manager and she's his best player. Like. <laughs> right, right, and like, but but that to me seems so out of character for Dottie Absolutely. because it just doesn't seem to me like something that she would do. Like you've set up this whole thing as her being, you know, she's she's enjoying what she's doing. No, not even that. It felt like really submissive, right? 
in a way that seems strange. Like she she's admitting, and, and it's not even like at least it didn't show anything about being about Bob being like we gotta go, hon. We gotta go and have start try to start having babies right this second. Mm-hmm. Like no, we can't wait three more days. <laughs> we have to leave now. <laughs> Don't you understand that it is the the time of the season for the 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 plates to shift and for this part of North America to break away from that one and then we can't get back home to Oregon. No, there's nothing like that. There's no exchange about it. It's just Dottie suddenly getting in the car. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like what we're supposed to infer, I guess, from it is between Betty's husband dying and her coming so close to thinking that it was her husband, which, let me tell you, if I could behead any character 800 times, it would be that telegram man. Oh my god, like, what yes, horrible, how insensitive. What a horrible piece of shit, and that's one of my favorite Jimmy sa- Jimmy scenes, when he just takes it and he's just like, um, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing, like... This yeah. is the worst possible that thing. Horrible At least person. they could do is send yeah. someone personal to tell you your husband's dead. I just wanted to punch him in the face. I hated him so much. Yeah. Um. So I feel like for what we're supposed to get is like between that situation where she thought she lost her husband, him coming back, and then Kit being really upset that she had been traded and Dottie feeling guilty that Kit was traded rather than Dottie. She just decided that's where I kind of feel like it was a martyr situation. She's like, well, I'm just going to take myself out of this equation because... Kit can't be mad at me for outshining her if I'm not there. And Kit can't blame me for, or can't be blamed, quote unquote, for my leaving if Kit's on a different team now. You know, because Kit, uh, like, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, Kit, ha. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's the most irritating character in this whole movie, and Jimmy is a drunken asshole. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you're, I, I think you're right in that Dottie can be kind of overbearing and condescending. And I feel like a lot of that is I have a big sister who's a lot like Dottie and I love Dottie and I love my big sister very much. (laughs) But they're very much like, first off, why are you blaming me for every single thing that's going on in your life? I'm just trying to live. Like Dottie really is just trying to live her life. Yes. She just wants to milk some cows and wait for that's her husband to come home so they can have babies. That's, that's all, all she, she wants. wants. She's like, fine, I'll take it. And I love when she's like, I didn't get you on the team. You got yourself on the team. I got you to the tryouts. And that's true. Yes. Which is true. Yeah. Yes. So, but I totally understand that. Like, I'm just trying to live my life. I don't understand where you're getting all of this stuff from. Like, yeah. everything. Like, why do you got to be so good? No, it, it's... <laughs> And you know, like, this is a good time to move yeah. on to Kit, because, yeah, I mean... Because I had to talk about Kit this. Kit... Ha- <laughs> I can't. I tried to hold it in, and I'm failing so hard. <laughs> well, Kit has... Like, where she's right is that um, that Dottie... She treats her like a kid sister, you know? And, and it's like, okay, understandable, you are the kid sister. But at the same time, people do treat... Dottie in a very different way than they treat Kit. And they don't just do that. They do it in a way where they're comparing the two mm-hmm. of them to their faces. And I think that Dottie doesn't really understand how painful that can be because it's not her being compared unfavorably. You know, it's Kit's the one who is, right. who is, uh, always being lacking. the, yeah, yeah. And, and she's also always the, what's it called? The, um, Come along. Come along uh, after that. Well, and I think I think <laughs> they they 
I was looking, I did a lot of looking at the trivia, and I think Dottie is supposed to be about 23 in this movie, which would put Kit most likely, given their, what looks to be their age range, would put Kit at like 20 at the oldest. Yeah. At the oldest. So Kit's still a kid, which makes some of her temper tantrums a little bit more understandable. But like, but a like little barely. Bit. Like a tiny, tiny yeah. smidge. Like take some responsibility. <laughs> right. Well, and, and that's the frustrating thing because, yes, it's my personal experience with that is the Dottie experience mm-hmm. where, you know, like I'm the oldest sister. Um, I, like I said, I have two sisters. The youngest one is 11 years younger than me. So she didn't have to deal with this specifically. But the one who is, you know, the middle one, she is two and a half years younger than me. So she came after me in all the schools. And, you know, she was constantly, you know, like when she got a teacher, they would be like, oh, Carla, you're Carla's sister. You know, like the constant comparisons. And like, oh, my gosh, your sister. So, you know. I, like I said, it's not my personal experience, but from what she's told me, it's just a really, really a crappy thing to do to a kid to constantly bring up their older sibling, especially if you're bringing them up as a comparison point or as a, in a way that kind of erases your presence mm-hmm. and who you are. It, and, and that's constantly being done to Kit. But the difference here is that my sister, proceeded to move on through life with grace <laughs> didn't say Carla, to be a how dare you about be a it. good person that everyone right. likes <laughs> <laughs> you know like she she accepted that this is how, how people were going to be and that it, even if it was wrong that that's not on me mm-hmm. because i didn't go around to all the teachers being like look when you find if you find my sister can you please just bring me up a well, lot i feel like I feel like this is a really universal situation. I am the younger sibling and I was always compared to my sister. I was, I I was compared to cousins too. And I was, I was always the one found wanting, Hmm. but that was never anybody else's fault, but the person saying it, like it was never such something where I'm like, Oh my God, to my sister, how could you be so smart? And blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Um, Then we got to high school and my sister let loose <laughs> and it was a different situation but it was never i never felt like it was her fault that other people were comparing me to her um i'm seeing right. this a little bit more with my kids where my youngest child is getting frustrated because everyone really really likes her big sister and she's acting a little bit pouty about it but she's 9 like Right, <laughs> she's nine, and she's That's also like a ten, eleven yeah, year but difference. She's also still not blaming her, her sister. She's not like, oh my gosh, yeah. everything, everything that I'm not getting is because of you. And that was the mo- mm-hmm. like you can understand the beginning when kids like, this is my daughter Dottie, and this is my other daughter <laughs> Dottie's sister. <laughs> Like that, Which that is, is hilarious when I'm most identified with Kit. When I was rewatching this afternoon, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe this time I'll have some more compassion for Kit. Maybe this and time. The, and the fact is, I just, I just didn't. And I thought, and I feel like yeah. because I have a lot of those same issues 
with dealing with my sister being very, very gifted, very gifted is, I just hate that word, if I'm being totally honest, being very talented and earning a lot and, and, and being very well regarded by many people. And then me feeling like the schlub behind her. I've never blamed my sister for that. I've never been like, right. my failures are because of your success. And I can't succeed because you're always there. I understand being in the shadow of an older sibling. I And I feel like that's something that you can relate to a lot with Kit. But to whine and complain constantly that your sister is the reason why you're, you're not getting it. If you're good enough, then you're going to get that recognition. And we can even see when she goes to... The other team, when she goes to the Bells, they're all yeah. like, it's not that big of a deal. Why are you freaking out? Calm your goddamn right. body. Like, the game's not <laughs> over. <laughs> right. But but that's... Her inability you know, to separate the personal the from the professional, mm-hmm. especially in the context of this movie and of their jobs, is so frustrating. And she's only happy when Dottie leaves and, and stops playing baseballs and and then right. sees her. Apparently the two of them haven't seen each other since that season of baseball when you see them. Look, honestly, like, can you imagine like decades and decades of like family dinners and like and Kit being like, I can't believe that Dottie made a better turkey than I made it last Daddy, year. Daddy Dottie had three kids. I only had two and her kids are doctors. <laughs> Mine are only lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I hate kids so much. We, we can't. <laughs> we 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 don't have any information on you know the paths that their lives took, other than mm-hmm. than the the children. Like that's the only information that we really have. So who knows why they haven't seen each other in so long? But I mean, honestly, my guess is like this is this would be one of those like Reddit my um MIDA entries, <laughs> yeah, where Kit writes in and everybody like it's just like oh you are <laughs> well, and the thing is like she only <laughs> is happy for Dottie when after she wins. She's only happy. Yes. She's only like yes. oh I finally want you to stay when she beats her, and I'm. And I and yeah. I know that there's that big debate of what, whether or not Daddy dropped the ball on purpose. I don't think she did. Um, I, don't I think, think so Kit was like putting every ounce of of resentment and anger in that impact, and Daddy just yeah. hit her hand in a way and dropped the ball. I think it would be such a huge disservice to Daddy's character. If she had done that, she's always wanted to win. She may not like love the game. She may not need the game to grow and be a bigger person like Kit does and like a lot of the other ball players do. But she's not going to throw it away. Right. And she's certainly not going to throw it away for Kit. I think Kit needed to no, earn that exactly. win. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's just it. I I strongly feel that Kit earned yeah. that that. Through like pouting said, and sulking everything. And, and tackling her sister. Yeah. Because, you know, like, if she if she had stopped on third mm-hmm. and then ran and then Dottie dropped the ball, I think then you could have made more of the argument that that was just Dottie giving her sister, like, whatever. But Kit just kept going and she was, like, I, I, she charged like a bull. And I mean, Daddy looks scared. Possible. Like, she really... <laughs> She looked scary. Yeah, she she looked scary. She was like, "Oh crap!" But I, I that's why you know, like I, I I don't think that Dottie did it on purpose. And 
if she had, it would have been just another example of the writers mm-hmm. completely getting her wrong. Well, I also think it's funny in the trivia they talk about how it was just a really strategic coaching error for when having Daddy bat when she did, because normally, because Daddy's their big hitter. So mm-hmm. normally what they would what baseball would do is they had two runners on base they would and their big hitter is coming in and it's that close of a game they're like okay well we're going to walk the big hitter because it's less likely that the next hitter in the lineup is going to be able to hit a home run or get a run in. So it's all because of that. I I know you don't give a shit about baseball. No. Well, I, I'm very confused about it, and I want to move on. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. I've lost interest. I'm confused, and you, I don't like baseball. <laughs> I've lost interest in this conversation. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's talk Let's about talk Jimmy about now. About so Jimmy. I can get my interest in this show back. <laughs> and sitting still well, Angel, in the face of the glove, which is what I was like, you know what? I love oh this my God. That was <laughs> Okay, listen. All right. Say what you want. I have about very Jimmy. strong feelings. <laughs> I have very strong feelings about how children should be treated, even in television. I I'm not a I, I'm not a fan of the comedy where um, it's at the expense of a child's well being. Um, but this one, I was like, yeah, he had it coming. That, that was, kid one was of so my annoying. That's, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I agree, but that was one of my favorite scenes because the kid's not hurt. He's yes. fine. And his mom's like, are you just going to lay there and cry? <laughs> are you going to just sit there? Are you going to come Jimmy in the dugout? He did what all of us wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. From the moment he shows up with his little sailor outfit and chalk it all over his mouth, I just wanted to punch him. And I was like, oh, I feel so bad because he's just a child. But I just, oh. He makes me he feel such He grew up to be violence. a good man, though. That was such yes. a sweet scene. Yes. Oh, He's looking at his mom. I wanted heart. to cry. Yeah. When they take a picture and then he turns back around and he, and he looks like he's about to sob. I'm just like, <laughs> I know that. I Still, know. I'm sorry. That little baby, that little obnoxious terror child. <laughs> like, and then I love his mom. I like, here's a candy bar. Calm down. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, ma'am. But you do. All right, you. so Jimmy Dugan, what are some thoughts about Jimmy? Aside from what we talked right. about him being a really nice alcoholic, right? Well, he's a camel. I, the the biggest the biggest problem for me with Jimmy is just his huge amounts of of misogyny, mm-hmm. and I don't think that that's something that fully goes away. Even though. You know, he he comes around on the idea of coaching the peaches because. The, the thing is, like, the peaches have to be so extraordinary for him to even treat them like humans. Like, that really bothered me. Right. You know, it, it's not a, a matter of where he was just suddenly pro-woman or suddenly right. it's also a major ally right? for them. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, like, you can have that, but also look at the, at the guy who was championing... The league and who was championing the peaches. Good old Ira um, Lowenstein. Yeah, yeah. And when he went to talk to Jimmy, and you know, he's telling that he's telling Jimmy to treat them mm-hmm. to treat them well. And it's not just like oh, they treat the little ladies well, yeah. you know, like they're delicate and whatever. He's like they're they're here to play ball and they do a good job and they make a lot of sacrifices. They work really, really hard. Have some respect for them. And the idea that. They had to earn Jimmy's respect is really obnoxious to me. I, I don't like the fact 
that they, um, that Dottie is sitting there doing a good job managing the team and they're winning and they're doing really well and that looks good for Jimmy. So then Jimmy suddenly starts paying attention and actually caring about managing them mm-hmm. when half the season he couldn't be bothered. I loved how Daddy um, manipulated him into caring, though. That was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. And I love that scene where Marla's, like, dancing in and out because <laughs> they keep changing <laughs> the signals. Um, I, I, yes. mean, I get what you're saying, though. I do think, frankly, of the three characters we're talking about, I think Jimmy has the most, most growth. Yes. Of them, I mean, he's, he starts off, and I don't know how much. Like, I, I completely agree with the misogyny and stuff like that. And like I said, I'm going to throw a humongous caveat here. I adore Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. I love Tom Hanks. That's a flag on the play. No matter. That's football. Wrong sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tom Hanks when he's a hitman. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, yeah. it's... I just, I love him. I love every character he plays and every character he plays, I'm going to have a bit of a soft spot for because it's Tom Hanks. Because I just love mm-hmm. him. I mean, it's hard it's, not to. It's Tom yeah. Hanks. I, I, I do this wanna, is his favorite say, um, role he's ever played, by the way. Is really? Jimmy Dugan. Aww. And I just, I love that. And I love that he was like, I don't know if I'm old enough. And Penny Marshall was like, no, you're just supposed to be an alcoholic washout. You're not old. <laughs> <laughs> and I think so much of his bitterness towards the Peaches is in part because he knows that he was great. Because he, Jimmy Dugan was yeah. great in the universe, obviously, because he doesn't actually mm-hmm. exist. But he was great, and it's his own fucking fault and his own stupidity that lost him that. And I feel like a lot of it, there is a lot of misogyny in that, but I think a lot of it is also just bitterness that he can't go fight the war. Mm-hmm. He can't play ball anymore. He's basically useless, and it's his own fault. Right, I mean... And I'm not going to be like, this uh, is a Jimmy Redemption arc or anything like that, but he does redeem no, himself. No, 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 but... He <laughs> he does in a lot of ways. He quits drinking, he pays attention, he is not like Nick Offerman's character who just bounces. <laughs> he gets offered a job coaching men's baseball, and he says, mm-hmm. no, I've got a team. And I don't know if it's so much earning his respect. I feel like to an extent everyone should do things to earn respect, but not nearly to what they had to do. But him right. being able to respect himself enough, and I think once he quit drinking, that really made a whole thing. But I don't know. I don't know. I love Jimmy Dugan. I think he's a total shit show. He's a complete mess. But I love Tom Hanks, which means when he yells at someone about crying in baseball, then I don't care because I think it's hilarious. And when he throws a baseball mitt at a small child, I'm like, you know what? That kid deserved it. If you can have, if Tom Hanks throws a baseball mitt at you, you've earned it. (laughs) One of my favorite scenes, and it's not the, um, I feel like I'm so loud. That there's no crying in baseball. It's the, oh God. When he's really trying to contain contain himself so that he doesn't yell at Evelyn, and then he's he, you know she she like he finally like he he's done, and then she walks away, and he and he's just he just keeps shaking. Yes. That is first of all like that is such a Tom Hanks yes. thing, and second of all it was so 
funny. Oh, God. Well, and there's this character development right there. There's this girl who doesn't yell at her. <laughs> Even though I 100% agree with him that there's no crying in baseball. This is your job. If you're going to get yelled, you're signed up to get yelled at. If, like, she made a terrible I mistake. Think- she made a huge mistake. <laughs> We're not going to argue <laughs> workplace There's ethics no right now, but, but I, I will say, you know, like he, he did have a lot of growth. I'm not denying mm. that he, he did go through a lot of changes and yes, he had the most growth. But then again, when you're starting at a negative, you become like just a regularly decent person. I don't really see that as like some huge momentous thing. I agree. Because but when it, the comparison not- is someone who goes at zero and steps back steps as the movie goes on no 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 but what i'm saying it's like the bar is so low right. because all he, all he becomes is a decent human being like that's really all that happens him taking the telegram away from the messenger who was being absolutely callous mm-hmm. and insensitive about somebody's husband being dead yeah. and delivering the news more gently that is not some big major. Right, but it wasn't. Oh my god, this guy's insane! It wasn't even just to deliver the news more gently. It was also a pragmatic thing to do because there were several mm-hmm. women on this team who were married, and if this guy is going to leave after saying, "Hey, one of your guys' husbands dead," mm-hmm. and he's about to leave, and they're about to play a game, like that's yeah, that's oh all god. of them, and that scene broke my heart. Like that, it yeah. still oh. choked me up. I've seen oh, this man. movie so many times, yeah. and it's still like, it's still it gets me. But so, okay, we gotta get back to talking about Jimmy. <laughs> I well, that is about Jimmy such, because like it, he, it is about Jimmy, and and I think I don't know. I give I give credit for character development in in this movie because Dottie doesn't really have a whole ton of character development. Really, she she pretty right. much comes and ends begins and ends in the same sort of place. Kit I feel like goes like 20 steps backwards <laughs> and then yeah. gets back and then more... gets back to what she was in the beginning of the movie after she beats Dottie. Jimmy yes. starts as a shit show and and I feel like he's the one who actually starts at zero and makes a few steps forward with that it doesn't mean that i think he's like the best person in the world because he's not he's a mess he's a washed up has been who itches his balls for an entire inning oh my and god hawks so tobacco oh, on someone's shoes but i i liked watching his relationship with not just Dottie. And I will tell you this, when I was younger, I was like, why doesn't daddy just get with Jimmy? <laughs> you know what? I, I feel like a lot of us felt yeah. that way because we're just conditioned that way. By, well, the studio, the studio wanted them to get together and they filmed a kiss, but they said, no, that's not right. <laughs> no. no. But. I mean, she's married to Bill Pullman, for God's sake. You don't get it to Bill Pullman. How dare you do that? But it's Tom Hanks. He's America's sweetheart in my heart. But it's why Bill Pullman. Why can't we have both? Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's still Bill Pullman. I want to Tom sorry. Hanks, Bill Pullman, late you don't life, do that to Lone MLM Star. Rom-com. That's what I want. You don't do that to Lone Star. You don't do that to Jack from while you were sleeping. How dare you? How dare you? Even the thought. <laughs> but I, I think it because I think it wasn't just. I think Daddy brought him along. I think Daddy's mm-hmm. stubbornness and manipulating him to give a shit 
started it, but then he actually does develop a rapport and affection for the rest of the team. It's not just, this is my job, blah, blah, blah. It starts out that way. He's like, well, all I'm supposed to do is wave my hat and sit in the dugout and not do anything. And I think he actually starts to care. And it Yes, but towards the end of the season, he's still calling one of them blonde girl. <laughs> So, you know. No, like, it's Beverly. Huh. He learns her name. <laughs> he tries. He tries. He makes an effort. He's mm-hmm. on the beginning steps, I feel like, to redemption. We just don't get to. He shaves. <laughs> I think that was so funny when she tells him to oh shave and he looks like shit. And the next time you see him, he's got little patches. <laughs> but I, I, I love his and Daddy's relationship. Like, as an adult now, I'm like, I'm glad that they didn't go there with a romantic thing because that, I feel like, would have cheapened mm-hmm. a lot of it. <laughs> but I love how the two of them push each other to make each other better. Yeah. And I also love that he doesn't let Dottie's feelings of guilt over Kit's shit Mm-hmm. keep Dottie from being as good as she can. Because I feel like if she didn't have someone like Jimmy there, I think Dottie would 100% have pulled herself back and made herself smaller so Kit could shine. Because this was so clearly so much more important to Kit than it was to yeah. Dottie. And this again points to like how selfish Kit is, that she doesn't recognize all the ways mm-hmm. in which her sister works so hard. God, little sisters are the worst. Up. but i think it's so frustrating for me with kit that she can't she feels like she can't be great unless daddy isn't there she like she can't be seen as good or great on her own merit and part of that is the people's around her around them's fault but so much Mm -hmm. more of it is inside kit like even when yeah. Kit has well, people, she internalizes yeah, even things. Kit has people cheering for her and rooting for her, yes. and and oh not God. looking at like look how good Daddy is. Even when she goes on the bells and she got people who are actively like disparaging Daddy in favor of her, she still is not able to get past her own shit. And I think that's so frustrating. And I think that's a mm-hmm. good way to lead into Carla. Uh, what are your picks? Do you have well? Do you have any more well, Jimmy thoughts? No, I think I've covered the gamut of my. We didn't my even Jimmy get a emotions. chance to talk about Madonna and how obnoxious apparently she was during filming. <gasps> was she yeah, really? So apparently, every all of the celebrities were entertaining extras in between scenes. Like Tom Hanks did a puppet show because, of course, he did because he's Tom Hanks. Oh my and, like, god! And Rosie O'Donnell precious. will do stand-up bits and stuff like that for him, and then other player, mm. other actors would sing Madonna songs because Madonna would have refused to perform to sing for fans. And she oh wrote god. this letter about how awful Chicago was, and I'm like, bitch. <gasps> Dare Are you, you kidding me? How dare you? How like it's a uh, anyway. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, I already didn't like her. This I know. Help. What are you? What my, my this. You, you know my feelings about Madonna. I know. So, so life is a mystery. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway. What are your picks? Um. Well, I think that you're not going to be surprised in the least that I decided to. Um, to okay, actually, you might be surprised actually that I decided to bed kit to wet Dottie 
and to behead Jimmy because I don't want to have funsy times with somebody who thinks women are basically trash unless they are like above Girls extraordinary are for and with then after suddenly the game, not for coaching during the game. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, trash. <laughs> anyway, your thoughts, Meg. Um, I don't think this is going to surprise you at all either. Because I tried so hard to curb any commentary I had about this movie, and I don't think it mattered. Um, I decided to pet Jimmy, wed Dottie, (laughs) and behead Kit, because I didn't want Kit whining all the time for the rest of my life about how I decided to marry her sister after I bedded her. Because somehow, I only slept with her to get close to Dottie. (laughs) I hate Kit so much. Like, I tried- I'm sorry, but she would be right. I keep trying- to, to empathize more with her. And I'm so sorry if you're listening and you're mm-hmm. like, I really identify with Kit. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I can't stand her. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't know. I find her so aggravating and so frustrating and she doesn't take a shred of responsibility for anything. Jimmy, at least at None. some point does. He takes responsibility for a shitty attitude and drinking and he stops. <laughs> Listen, like, <laughs> I'm on the fence here. I'm very much on the fence mm-hmm. because I was coming into this like hard, absolutely no mm-hmm. Jimmy. Absolutely no. You've made some good points about Kit. You've made some good points about Jimmy becoming a better person. I still would rather. One has okay, shown that they we can get there, change. Before we the get there. The other one has shown what, that they you, will not. What did you guess you for me, Meg? Correct. I knew you weren't going to sleep with Jimmy. I knew that was your pick. I knew you'd be like, he's a misogynist, and that would be the end of it. And then you would forget that kid is so fucking obnoxious. I I just, I can't stand her. He at least shows some shred of becoming a better person. Like, he recognizes his issues. Kit doesn't. Kit is still, Mm -hmm. still living her life thinking that she was completely correct and right in her, in her perceptions of Dottie and everybody else. And everyone just fucking lets her. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Now, I will tell you that I got you 100% right, because I was like, she is going to fixate on Kit being a brat and not care about the fact that Jimmy is an absolute trash ball. Oh, I mean, I care, but not enough. Right, that's what I mean. Like, like you're going to fixate on Kit's Even when Dottie calls Kit out... For being a brat. Kit's like, well, this is, of course, you're going to call me a brat. You think, like, it's still Kit's whole, I, like, Kit's whole world revolves around Dottie. She's more obsessed with Dottie than <laughs> anybody else in the entire world. Yeah. Um, But I just, <sighs> this might be a fight. I can't, I hate Kit so much. I've hated her since the first time I watched this movie, I've always been like, why does she get to win? <laughs> like, why Why does she oh get my God, validated? Same. Why is her bratty, shitty behavior validated in the end by winning? Because she doesn't learn. She doesn't, there's no growth, like I said. Yeah, no, you know what? And I think that's exactly it. Like, I don't think I would have minded so much that the Bells won instead of the, mm-hmm. the Peaches if Kit had shown some kind of growth throughout the movie like if kit had at some point accepted the fact that she's too obsessed with what dotty does and doesn't do that she is her own person Mm -hmm. and that she has her own um her own talents and she has her own abilities 
And then another thing has to be about Dottie. I think if that had happened, I wouldn't care so much that the peaches didn't right. win. If that had happened, I wouldn't be so irritated with Kit. If Kit took a second and been like, yeah, that her life is not Dottie. And Dottie's, sh- Dottie doesn't have to fail for Kit to succeed. It's not a zero-sum game. Exactly. Right. And Kit never, even when they're on the same team together, Kit like daddy takes says that she needs to be taken out of the game and kid takes it so personally when it's not yeah personal and we see in the in the championship mm-hmm. that kid should have been taken out right like the way she was throwing at the end she shouldn't have been on the, on right. the and she's still hyperventilating and freaking out and stuff like that because yeah. like i said no one's more obsessed with daddy than kit and no one compares yeah. kit to daddy more than kit more than kit and yeah. it's that said like Jimmy, he's just so gross. Like he's but just. But he shaves at the end. <laughs> oh my god! No, here's the thing. He is gross. Whatever, that's fine. Jimmy, you have one night with. Well, he's on the road, and that's it. You never have to see him again. Kit, you sleep with, and you marry Dottie. You're gonna have to see her and deal with her all the time. No, you're not really going to have to see her because apparently there was a rift and they barely see each other at some point. So I'm fine no, with that. I'm not. I can't. I cannot. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's all Fine. You know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> like, I'm willing to to bend because we're approaching an hour. I love that I you're just like, I'm giving up <laughs> because I know. <laughs> I'm throwing my glove down. I am gently putting my you're bat on the gonna, floor and I'm walking me to off the field. That's one of those things <laughs> I think it was you've got mail and I was like I know he sucks but I don't care I love him <laughs> he's a borderline sucker I don't care he can't fish his doesn't matter I love that man oh my god <laughs> I know I just it's... want to point out that your laugh is so cute you have such a cute laugh like your little yeah, this is less about loving Jimmy and more about hating Kit for me, if I'm being totally, like, I Pretty much. Him. Pretty much. And you know what? I'm fine with it. Honestly, I was just going to argue for the sake of arguing, but... I wore you down. Again. <laughs> again, you know, like, I just had tea, and it's, <laughs> it's sleepy time for me. It's sleepy time for mommy. All right? <laughs> this is what I need to do. So from now on, have <laughs> you take some drinks of tea before we record, and then I'll win every time. Mm, Carla, I, I, we have but to push before... back an hour for recording mm. from now on. No, no, sorry. <laughs> All right, sorry. So no. Our final judgment. Before okay. wait, wait. Before we get to the final judgment, I want to give a shout out to my friend Drew because he listens to us and he loves the show Hi, and he enjoys our repartee. And I have known him for what is it now? Like more than twenty years, and he's a fantastic guy. I love you, Drew. You are amazing, and I'm so lucky to have you in my life. Aww, now, that's so sweet. Hi, Drew. Go on. Um, we won't be head, Drew. <laughs> no. Drew can Drew stay. Drew can stay. Uh, our final judgment is we are going to bed Jimmy Dugan and his busted up knee. <laughs> if we must. And forget about him. <laughs> We're going to let Dottie go live on her dairy farm. <laughs> and we're gonna be head kit because no one can deal with all those issues like, we just can't i don't have the time i don't have the energy or the desire and until you know we're still gonna have to deal with her because we're married to Dottie. either way we don't get away from her just if pointing that her. out 
Oh, good point, JK. <laughs> like, if she's dead, which is okay. And I feel like Daddy would be like, you know what? It had to happen. <laughs> like, I'm not happy about you know, it. Fair. But finally, okay. I can just live my life without constantly apologizing for for being good at shit. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, I'm Meg. And I'm Carla. And we're the boobs. And we're the boobs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bed, Wet, Behead. We'd love to hear from you. We are open to suggestions for more character trios, to your feedback, and in lieu of a celebratory bottle of wine, we also accept praise and adulation. You can find us on Twitter at Bed, Wet, Behead Pod, through our Instagram, bed.wed.behead.pod, on Facebook at Bed, Wet, Behead Pod, and you can also send us an email. That's bedwetbeheadpod at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please leave a rating and subscribe to Bed, Wed, Behead on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pod on. And don't forget to share us on your favorite social media. Thanks. Bye.